Hey everybody, James Shepard here with the Merchant Sales Insight. Today, we are talking about no merchant left behind, leveraging free equipment. So we're talking about this trend of free equipment and how it's it's so important to making sure that you're not leaving any merchant accounts behind. You're not losing any accounts because you're not offering free equipment. Far too often, I've seen an agent invest time and other resources getting a prospect's attention only to lose the deal because something specific was needed or the account was rejected by the processor. Perhaps the account wasn't large enough or it was too large. Maybe it required too much free equipment. Maybe it was locked into a contract that the processor was unwilling to buy out. Do any of these scenarios ring true? Do you find yourself wondering if it's even worth dealing with hard to place merchant accounts? then you've come to the right place. Most accounts are worth the effort. You just need to find a willing processor to make hard to place deals work for all involved parties. Processors have set standards to determine which merchants they board. These are established for good reasons, primarily to protect the processor from unexpected losses. But sometimes that can work at cross purposes with a processor's primary objective, which is to make money on merchant accounts. ISOs and their sales partners spend a lot of money acquiring new merchant accounts. They purchase leads, they launch advertising campaigns, they invest in call centers, but sadly they often reject the very accounts that these activities produce because all the established criteria are not met. Just because an account doesn't meet the established criteria doesn't mean it would not be a profitable addition to the portfolio as an exception to the rule. Let's say you have a three-location prospect who doesn't want to pay for terminals. At two of the locations, monthly card transactions exceed $10,000. The third location does $9,000 a month. Your processor requires a merchant to process at least $10,000 a month to qualify for a free terminal. So what's the sales rep to do? I'll tell you what the sales rep shouldn't do. Don't tell the prospect that a free terminal is only available for two locations and that they need to pay for the third one, your processor won't make an exception to their free equipment rules, then you need to talk to the processor about that and say, look, I've got these three accounts and the average is above 10,000. But what I find a lot of times is these little nitpicky criteria can get in the way of getting a deal done. You owe it to yourself and the prospect to find a processor who will board the account with free equipment for all locations or finance the third terminal themselves. Paybright, the sponsor of this Merchant Sales Insight, is focused on helping agents win more deals, including hard-to-place deals. There are no restrictions on free terminal placements, no contracts, and no requirements for agent exclusivity. We evaluate the prospects sales reps bring us on a case-by-case basis. We don't believe any merchant should be left behind because of hard and fast rules about which types of accounts merit consideration explains Dustin Magaziner, the founder and CEO of Paybright. And we encourage agents to bring us as many or as few deals as they choose. Here are four types of businesses that are often left behind by merchant sales reps. Number one, merchants locked into existing contracts. Number two, micro merchants, which we talked about in a previous edition sponsored by Paybright as well. Number three, merchants with a lot of volume, which we're going to be talking about in a future edition. And then finally, number four in the focus today, merchants needing a lot of free equipment. In this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight, each of these will be mentioned. However, the primary focus is merchants who need free equipment. We will discuss how to get these deals done. 
If you would like to learn more about micro merchants, make sure you visit ccsalespro.com slash insights. Scroll back to an edition we did with Paybrite a few months ago on the topic of how to profit from micro merchants competing with Square, offering cash discounting and generating margins. So definitely check that one out if you have questions about that. Let's briefly touch on these other three. So contracts and early termination fees. Buying out contracts can be costly, but it shouldn't be a deal breaker. Unfortunately, all too often, processors just won't do it. It's time for the industry to reevaluate merchant acquisition strategies and make them more flexible. Establishing parameters for the timing of a contract buyout or early termination fee may seem at first glance to be good business practice. Um, in reality, having strict criteria that are not flexible can be deal killers. Many merchants say they are under contract as an obligation. Typically, the agent's reply is something along the lines of, let's look at the numbers and see what we can do. The opportunity to say instead, hey, no problem, my company will take care of it or help to take care of it, no questions asked, that changes the conversation completely. Bypassing the objection becomes significantly easier. Uh, this is uh, actually a quote that we got from Dustin on a recent podcast episode from uh, Paybrite. Because Paybrite doesn't lock merchants into contracts and commits to no rate increases, landing a deal like this becomes all that much easier. Dustin further explains that Paybrite will buy out the contract with no impact on agent compensation. Provided the merchant has at least $10,000 a month in volume, they will also review merchants who don't meet their stated criteria on a case-by-case -case basis. Number two, micro-merchants. And again, we covered this in a previous edition, so I'll just briefly touch on it here. Micro-merchants are often overlooked because they don't generate a lot of transactions, typically less than $5,000 a month in processing volume. What these businesses lack in processing volumes, however, they compensate for with sheer numbers. There are over 20 million micro-merchants operating in the U.S. today. A significant share of these companies are processing payments through interlopers like Square. The important thing to understand about micro-merchants is they don't always remain small. In fact, many grow to become very large merchants. No multi-million dollar a month account opened their doors as a multi-million dollar account, explains Dustin Magaziner. Paybrite has a micro-merchant program that helps sales reps build relationships with micro-merchants. These micro-merchants get free equipment, they pay no monthly or other surprise fees, and they can implement cash discounting or dual pricing to cover transaction processing costs. The program also supports existing merchant accounts in need of devices for one-off situations, like an online seller who occasionally sells at street fairs. The per-transaction residual a rep can earn boarding micro-merchants with Paybrite averages as much as 200 basis points. Dustin also said that agents never go negative on a micro-merchant account. Instead, Paybrite eats any of that overhead. Dustin further said these accounts are not money makers, but they can become money makers. And micro merchants that are satisfied clients often lead to referrals that are money makers. All right, number three, large merchants with low pricing. If you're calling on a really large merchant with high monthly volumes, the merchant probably already has good rates and has no interest in passing the cost of processing to the client. I've talked with agents who have called on merchants doing $6 million a month. Think a gas station or a convenience store chain. The agent gets the merchant's statement and finds that the merchant is paying five basis points and three cents over interchange. So the agent says, you know, look, you're already getting a great rate. I can't do any better than that. Really? Well, why not offer three basis points and two cents? 
The typical response is that the Schedule A costs are so high that the agent wouldn't make any money on the account. It is crucial to have a payment processor who provides significantly lower Schedule A costs on these big, massive merchant accounts. In keeping with this theme of not leaving any merchant behind, what Paybrite does for this is they have a special Schedule A for these really big accounts. And if the merchant is a really large merchant, they only have a Schedule A cost of one basis point and one penny. Um, Dustin recently told me that by doing this and providing the agent with you know a really low uh, cost, they can actually still generate a margin of two basis points and a penny for a gas station doing 6,000 transactions a month at today's gas prices. That's potentially a lot of money, even at pricing of three basis points and two cents. You know, so again, a little hard to see the math when you're hearing the audio version of this, but imagine you price somebody at three basis points and two cents over interchange. They're doing 6,000 transactions a month. Well, if your cost is only one basis point and a penny, you're going to make two basis points and a penny, right? Uh, and so anyway, uh, you can re really make some good money uh, if you uh, you know have a really low Schedule A cost. And so the idea here is Paybrite tries to give you that really low Schedule A cost for those really large merchant accounts. All right, number four, and the focus of this edition is free equipment. Some processors treat point-of-sale equipment like it's a precious asset, with free placements offered only to the most deserving customers. Typically, the criteria for getting a free terminal is at least $10,000 a month in card payments on the terminal. More often than not, this is a hard and fast rule. Some ISOs are spending as much as $2,000 to bring in deals through marketing or inside sales channels, yet they balk at the idea of paying three or $400 to install a free terminal. It doesn't make any sense. Why spend all that money to get a merchant interested then fail to close the deal because the merchant doesn't fit the precise criteria for free terminals? What about the lifetime value of the merchant account? Toast and other new competitors recognize this. They are offering free equipment like it's candy while our industry haggles over monthly minimums and criteria that are no longer relevant. ISOs like Paybrite recognize the value of boarding these accounts. Um, Dustin recounted to me recently the following story from an agent. He said that the agent came to Paybrite looking for a place to board a 15-location veterinarian clinic. His primary processor rejected the account. Think about this. His primary processor rejected the account because each location needed five Clover Flex devices. The devices, the uh, devices already purchased by the business from the current payment processor would need to be replaced. And the merchant, for good reason, didn't want to pay for new devices when they had just bought them. Dustin says, we sealed that deal and others like it. These are deals that would have been left behind if we hadn't stepped in and made the investment in terminal placements. It was a huge investment for Paybrite in excess of $20,000 to buy all of these Cloverflex devices that were needed, but it was also a massive cash discounting deal, and Dustin knew that the potential payback would be quick. I don't know if you've ever taken a pet to a veterinarian clinic, but I can tell you it's not cheap. With the clinic account running about $2 million a month in total volume, Paybrite recouped its terminal investment very quickly and the agent was able to close a highly profitable account that generated huge residual income. The concept of free terminal placement is evolving rapidly. For many merchants, free place placement no longer means a standalone terminal. Often they're looking for a full-feature point-of-sale system with multiple stations per location. This evolution means thinking more strategically about capital deployment. Many smaller ISOs simply do not have the capital to board these deals on a regular basis when the cost of the hardware alone can be well into five figures. 
This problem must be solved if you want your agents to succeed moving forward in the new competitive landscape. It has become a requirement for most top merchant sales professionals. This is why companies like Paybright have been able to thrive in an industry that is extremely competitive. As a merchant sales professional, you should never walk away from a profitable deal because of an upfront investment. If you have a merchant interested and know you could close the merchant with no upfront investment that, or I'm sorry, could close the merchant with an upfront investment that would be justified by future profits, get the deal done. If your ISO doesn't have the capital or connections to make these deals happen, you need to find someone who will work with you to get it done. To dive deeper into this topic and think about why these deals are so often left behind, you should understand two important metrics, break-even point and attrition. When placing free equipment, you want a break-even point between 6 and 18 months. You should also ensure that you're protected in the event of a merchant canceling an account. If you understand these simple metrics, you will be able to negotiate with your ISO and the merchant to get the deal done. If your ISO will only keep $50 in monthly profit on an account, don't expect them to put up $1,500 for equipment on their own. This is a break-even point of 30. In other words, it would take them 30 months to get their $1,500 back. This is far too high. In this case, depending on your profit, you might arrange a deal to split this cost with the ISO. You might take a cut from the residuals on this account until fully repaid. On the flip side, Perhaps you have a deal which will generate $500 per month in profit for your ISO. If they balk at making a $2,500 investment in hardware for the deal, that is unacceptable. One reason that they might have this fear would be a fear of attrition. So you need to talk through this. You know, what happens if the merchant cancels the account? Who keeps the hardware? Concerning attrition, Purchasing free hardware, especially smart terminals and POS systems, is a near guarantee that the merchant will stay with you for a long time, provided there is a great onboarding experience and the merchant stays in business. This is why companies like Paybright offer free equipment with no long-term agreements. They know that the attrition risk is much lower when the merchant has significant volume and needs a technology solution that will be integrated into the operations of the business. Free terminal placement is a topic that cannot be overlooked if you want to compete with fintech companies like Toast. It is time that we, as payments professionals, bring merchants a competitive solution that leverages our payments expertise while also providing them with the technology they need without straining their cash flow. Paybright, a place to place those hard-to-place deals. I like that. I think uh, Patty Murphy came up with that one. I'm going to say that again because it's kind of a tongue twister. Paybright, our sponsor for this episode, a place to place those hard to place deals. Paybright is leading the way in helping agents place hard to place accounts. And unlike a lot of other ISOs, Paybright commits to never increasing a merchant's fees. Paybright is also not requiring or even expecting agents to become exclusive to them. Most agents start their Paybright relationship by boarding one or two merchant accounts that simply need a home. Dustin explains, we passionately believe that no merchant should be left behind just because an ISO or processor has a rule or criteria that does not take the account profitability into consideration. We are committed to helping agents land every deal that makes sense. That's why we take the time to analyze every deal an agent brings us. If a deal makes sense relative to our potential margin, we will board the merchant. I've seen personally, I've seen a lot of deals fall between the cracks, you know, because an account's too large, too small. Uh, you know, there's some kind of added cost of acquisition, like free terminals that the ISO is unwilling to pay. If you find yourself in this predicament, consider running the account by Paybright. 
Chances are we will find a way to help you land the account. Like to get more information about our sponsor today, you can reach out to partners at gopaybright.com. That's partners at gopaybright.com. Or you can just visit www.gopaybright. That's G-O-P-A-Y-B-R-I-G-H-T, gopaybright.com. Or call 984-272-2568, 984-272-2568. My name is James Shepard. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight.